score. I'm your host, Elijah Fields. I'm joined today by one of my good friends, my homeboy, uh, Marcus Allen. Marcus, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How you doing? Man, I can't complain. I've obviously known you since, you know, we were this high. And uh, I think you you have a story that people are going to want to hear. But before we get into that, tell people a little bit about yourself. So, grew up um, in Xenia, Ohio. Um, you know, went to school there, middle school preschool, elementary, um, did most of my time there. And then after that, um, ended up moving to Inglewood, Ohio, right outside of Dayton, Ohio. Um, you know, went to school at Northmont High School, um, played played sports, three-sport athlete, um, track, basketball, football, as much as I could. Um, and then after that, really, it was just focusing on football in high school. Um, you know, finishing high school out with some D1 offers, um, now in my spot where I'm at now, at the University of Wisconsin, as a collegiate athlete and as a wide receiver, um, you know, still still working to get to the next level and everything. But um, I would say that's really just me. And the topic that you have today is one I feel like that it's not often talked about. So you, you hear about how athletes face adversity, but no one really talks about the response. And I feel like you have a lot of experience in that arena. Um, in terms of, you know, just having to respond to certain things just throughout life, whether it be in or out or sport. Um, real quick, first question I want to get off the top of the head is how do you respond to losing? Um, really, like responding to losing, uh, I would say like a lot of athletes and a lot of people, you know, like Kobe Bryant, for one instance, like he, he hits it on the nail. Like you have to you have to take it like like, yes, there's going there's going to be times, you know, this is throughout sports and throughout life. Like there's going to be times where you lose and you fail. And it's just like, you can't let that time determine you. Like yeah. you got to gotta truly show your true colors and you got to dig, dig deep to get out of whatever you're in, you know, if you lose or you fail. Now losing part on the side, like with sports, I would say like losing, like you have to accept it. Like you have to go back and watch your mistakes. You have to go back and watch and see what you can do better, what you can change. You know what I mean? And that makes you a better human being forward just because you can go back and accept the negative or you can you can accept everything else that you did at that time that you wish that you could have changed for sure and that, that's really good that you speak on that just you know having the ability to change what you can control like that that's really good that you speak on that um real quick from a mental perspective honestly this question comes from a lot of people who like know you uh we, we all know the the amount of time you put in mentally when you train for long periods of time like what do you tell yourself like just mentally, like what's that mental conversation look like? Um, the mental conversation honestly comes down to my why. Like, like the the whole the whole mental the whole mental aspect. Um, like that's the biggest thing is why. Like when I'm when I'm working and getting ready for a season or I'm training and doing a whole bunch of stuff, it's like I'm trying to figure out, okay, like why are you doing this? When it gets hard, like why are you doing this? That's your mental. You know what I mean? And mentally, like. I got a lot of reasons why, like, shoot, mom's still working. Like, that's the reason, you know what I mean? Like, right. like it's not the best situation. I want to make it better. Like, that's another reason why. And then, like, for the people, like, my people who passed away at a young age, um, family members I've lost, um, you know, and friend, like, and honestly, nowadays, like, people who can be in your shoes that didn't have a chance and opportunity. It's like, you got to, you got to, you got to take all that in and consider all that. So, like, when I'm working and I think about my my mental health and everything like I just think like okay like I'm doing this for a bigger reason like I'm doing it bigger than me you know what I mean yeah man and honestly I feel like you know I could 
go down the list of questions, but ultimately I feel like you're someone who has a lot of good stories. I know that just by, you know, hanging out with you and just stuff like that, you have a lot of good stories. So do you have any stories of when you could talk about uh, when things were tough mentally and the only thing that you had to do was just like respond, like you couldn't complain, you know, you couldn't put on someone else, like you yourself just had to respond. Uh, do, do you have any stories you could speak on? Um, I got, <laughs> I got a quite few, uh, recently actually, um, so, you know, like college football and everything, it's not, it's not the same as high school and right. you got, and so like me coming in as a freshman, I had seniors in front of me and I, you know, like I'm working, they're working, we're all working at the same day in the same time. So like me, I feel like it was just unfair. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, it's unfair. Like, okay, I'm gonna just push push it back to the back burner, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't, after that time, like, I wasn't honestly taking care of everything I needed to take care of. And at that time, like, I tried to I tried to find faults in other people, and I wasn't finding faults in my own self. And, like, looking my own self in the mirror and saying, like, okay, like, you're not taking care of everything. Like, you know what I mean? And, like, my dad, like, there was times where I was mentally down where I felt like I wasn't the best receiver. I felt like I wasn't good enough. I felt like you know, like, maybe this is it for football. Like, you know what I mean? But mm. there was time for my dad, like, he would just tell me, he'd be like, before you make any decision that you're going to regret in life, like, are you taking care of everything you need to take care of on and off the field? And so, like, when it came down to that, like, I truly wasn't. And my mental, like, the mental health aspect, like, that's when it really kicked in. And it was just like, okay, like, I feel like I'm not good enough. I feel like I can't do this. I can do that. But it's like, I show glimpses of it every day. Like, in right. practice, like, telling me like dude you can be great you can be great you just got to do this do this do that and it's like okay I'm hearing you but I wasn't understanding and I feel like from the middle aspect like I had to rebound and when I say like rebound like I got moved from the ones to the twos like that was an eye opener like I'm like oh I'm with the twos now like now nah, I got to get back with ones like up there. right like two like mentally I understood that nobody's gonna pull you out of that dark place you know what I mean? Like people got other stuff they be doing in their lives. Like people got other stuff that they got to handle too. So like you got to find a way to work with yourself on the mental health aspect to be able to pull yourself up out of that. And the way I responded really was last two weeks of spring practice. I had the best practices I had all spring. And it was just really about making it like when I walked on the field, I was like, okay, like I do this. Like I know what I'm doing. Like now let's play it. Like don't think about the plays, do what you need to do. And that helped me me rebound and get another edge on the dudes I'm going against in my receiver room and another edge on dudes just on the team and the coaches seen that and they understood that and that's how you respond and really like it's all about how you respond yeah and honestly I agree I feel like you know again like I said everyone talks about oh adversity this or oh you know you have this challenge in front of you well it's kind of like no one really talks about the after effects of that like oh how do you respond from success or failure? Um, and then that leads me to my next question. I know you're very uh, goal driven. What does visualizing victory or success look like for you? Like, what does that look like? Um, I would say visualizing success, um, you know, really number one is being disciplined. Like you gotta be disciplined like to a certain extent, you know what I mean? Just because like people are gonna push you, people are gonna do what they, want and they're going to tell you what they want to tell you but it's just like at the end of the day you gotta have that discipline to keep going like there's not always going to be an applaud at the end secondly i would just say like a routine like me was a routine like yeah every every time i started a routine 
I was getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And then when I deviate, it was like, dang, like now I'm back six steps. I got to keep climbing. You know what I mean? And it's just like, like I would say like to be goal driven and to have the goals that you, that you want and that you want to pursue and you want to, you know, have in life, like you got to have discipline. You got to have a routine because like if you have a routine it makes everything easier. And then if you're disciplined, you're disciplined enough to know right from wrong. You're disciplined enough to know what to do and what not to do. You know what I mean? So I would say discipline is like the main thing. Like when I look at my goals and I write them down and try to manifest it. Yeah. That puts in perspective, like how possible it is once you have a routine. Um, and, you know, you mentioned like going through your routines, that that's something that helps you and it is very fluid in your process. Um, so on the flip side of that question, we talked about what success looks like, man. Again, the, uh, main goal of this uh, episode is to talk about, you know, responding. What is like frustration or like a down bad, you know, as we say, as like, what does a down bad day look like? Or just, you know, walk us through like what frustration looks like and then kind of talk a little bit about how, you know, it's not a for everything. I would say like frustration, you know, like for me, um, there might be days like I'll, I'll get to the facility, like I do my treatment, I do my, uh, you know, my rehab, my prehab before. Mm-hmm. practice I go out to practice and maybe I do drop a ball like maybe I you know do mess up a play I mess up a call or something <clears throat> but like after that like the frustration it builds and it builds and it builds but it only builds as much as you want it to you know what I mean like right. builds if you let it get to you and I feel like that's like one of the like I'm glad you asked me that question because like that's one of the things like, I'm trying to work with now it's like when I do mess up or I do make a mistake how do I bounce back you know what I mean? And I feel like this question, like, that's perfect. It's just because, like, you're going to have mistakes. We're human. Every human right. is going to have It's just, like, even if you get knocked off that routine with frustration or you're angry or you're mad or something, like, you got to move on. Like, you right. just got to, this is it. This happened. Now I got to move on. Make sure it don't happen again. You know what I mean? So that's, that's really what I just do, like, when things get frustrating or, when things don't go my way in my day or something, it's like, okay, accept the fact and move on. Right. So you mentioned earlier, you, uh, you know, you obviously grew up playing a lot of team sports. Um, and you obviously, when you're a part of a team, you know, you give a little bit of yourself to contribute to, towards one goal ultimately. Um, and I want to know, like, at a high level, what does it look like to devote yourself to others mentally? I would say, um, really devoting yourself to others mentally. Um, it would come from like trying to trying to promote communication from other teammates. Like really I would say like me, like mentally from the mental aspect, like giving back to my team, I'll go check on check on another player. Like we'll come in, their head might be down. I'll I'll go, hey, like how's how's your day going? You know what I mean? Like talk to me. You know what I mean? Like I'll go do stuff like that just because, like, that's all some people need. Some people, all they need right. is just one person. They just need one person to to get everything off the chest because, like, we're athletes at the end of the day, but we're human also. And at the end right. of the day, you understand, like, there's other stuff that you, you're handling with family, back at home, with girlfriend, whatever, whatever you've got going on in your, in your circle. Like, there's always going to be something. And it's just, like – me giving back mentally, I'll reach out to my teammates. I'll, you know, I'll invite them over for a cookout. Like, we just had a cookout. I'll invite them over. Right. You know what I mean? And then I would say, like, also from a mental aspect, it's just, like, 
being considerate, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And standing, like understanding that, okay, they might be going through something. Like you go through something every day. Like you as a human right. person, you might go through stuff, but it's just like, there's always that time when someone reaches out and it just boosts your day just a little bit. You know what I mean? Just a little bit. And I feel like that aspect is like really just reaching out, communicating with your teammates, just saying a simple question, like how's the day going? You know what I mean? Man, I agree with that 100%. Uh, I think typically, you know, you, you haven't had any false notes when you've spoken, but the cook, the only thing that scares me is the cookout. Uh, are you still, are, are you still burning stuff up or can you like cook the grill this time? Nah, nah, we, we actually cooking now. I don't I boost up my, my skills now. Okay, all right. Because I know that there are points in times when, you know, you called yourself cooking, but it, it was a little crisp. You, you know that pizza I'm talking about. Man, that's good. And I think what's underrated now, and you hear a lot of the older generation say it, is social media is taking us away from, like, the camaraderie and, you know, team building that, you know, is necessary in order to be successful. But it sounds like, you know, you as a person, you, you're committing to that and buying in. Um Couple couple of questions I want to get before I get you out of here. Um, as far as philosophy, so like just day to day, this could be on any level, whether it be Pee Wee, middle school, high school, or now. What philosophies do you feel like get you in and out of you know what I'm saying good situations and tough situations? Because when I think of philosophies, I think of something that you can go back to. Like uh, I'm gonna have Brooke Cups on here. He's the basketball coach at Centerville. He talks about you know his core values, tough, passionate, unified, and thankful. And when you think of philosophies and core values, you think of stuff you can go to in good and bad times. I mean, what, what do those look like for you? Um, really, I would say uh, it's a quote that um, we have around our facility here in Madison, you know, smart, tough, dependable. Like, this is the people that we made. And you know what I mean? Like, here at UW, it's a blue-collar, it's a blue-collar university. And mm-hmm. the yeah. You know what I mean? So like smart, tough, dependable, like when I'm down and everything, I'm like, okay, well, I'm smart, tough, but can the team depend on me right now when I'm weak? You know what I mean? Um, You know, when there's a, there's a sticky situation I'm in, either if it's in life or even if it's on the football field, like the smart aspect is like, think of how you can respond. Don't think of, okay, fine, just off of, just off of what I needed to say off my head. You know what I mean? It's just like, how could you respond? Could you respond in a positive way? Could you respond in a negative way? You know what I mean? And then I would say like, is like men, men, men in the world are, are portrayed to be tough. You know what I mean? You're portrayed not to like, you're told if you cry, you know, you're, you're a female. If you do this, you're that, you know what I mean? But tough part I would say is like really understanding that, you got yourself in a situation you can get yourself out you know what I mean right. like being that tough part and handling stuff like outside of football and off the field and on the field like you just got to understand like okay like I'm tough like, I know I can do it you know what I mean like just put confidence in yourself get it done and I feel like those those three core value words that I look at every day when I walk in the city is smart tough dependable and I feel like they can hit on every aspect of life man that's I think that's really good um, that you can draw to those in good and bad moments. Like in the fact that you have to see those every day, like I'm sure that that helps a lot being able to see those every day uh, as you walk in the facility or is it just like, like how oh, is it posted? As we walk in the city, like when we walk in the city, like football area, like it's right there on the wall on a big, big board. 
And then the last thing I want to talk about, just because I feel like you alone have seen a lot of aspects just coming up through this game, whether it be recruiting, friendships, uh, stats. Um, I think so. Typically what I do is before I end, I always ask my guests to share one thing, no matter what it is uh, with with the audience, Uh, just share one message, because I feel like, you know, I have you guys on here. I'm asking you guys to be authentic. What would be your message um, to anyone listening who, you know, may be going through that recruiting process or worrying about stats or, you know, just anything like I feel like you've been through a lot of it uh, in your short, but successful, you know, football career. Um, I would really say um, like the recruiting aspect, um, you know, go go with your heart and go where you're needed and want it. You know what I mean? Um, recruiting, it can get crazy and it can take a lot of time off your hands, especially like your parents. Um, like going through and navigating my way through recruiting, I learned that you want to go to a place where you're needed and wanted just because like these are the people you're going to put yourself around for the next four to five years. And also, like there's some relationships that you're going to make these next four to five years that can lead you to way bigger jobs outside of your, the sport that you do. Um, and, you know, like, I feel like that's really a big thing. Besides going to a school that's flashy, besides going to a school that's sending you letters all the time, texts you and stuff, it's like they're doing their part for a reason. You know what I mean? Because it's a recruiting and it's a business at the end of the day. Like, if they don't get the best players, then they're probably not going to have a good job. You know what I mean? So, yeah, really, really try to keep your eyes open on the main thing. And I feel like the main thing is find something and find a place where it's a family atmosphere. You know what I mean? Um, they want you and need you like mm-hmm. who's going to want you to come, but it's the schools that need you to come. Like we need you to come in and do this and do this and do that. That's what you have to look at. And then I would say, um, like for people or athletes um, who go through like mental health, like that's a big aspect I've been hitting on. And, um, you know, I'm taking classes actually right now, a rehab psych, and we're talking about mental health. And so um, with the, with the mental health part, never, never be shy to reach out to anyone. Like you can reach out to me, my Instagram's going to be up there. You could reach right. out on it. Like, just having that person to talk to, I feel like takes a lot of stress off your shoulders as an athlete and even as a human. Yeah. And at the mental part, like that's, that's everything. Like that's the thing that controls a lot of stuff in the body. So it's like, you right. gotta, you gotta to, to relax. And like, like we have this um one mentor here, Chad McGee, he says to stretch your brain, like to decompress your brain. Like you have to have those mental talks you got to have like those mental workouts and everything just to, you know, keep going and keep doing what you need to do. And in those mental workouts, it's just asking the questions like, okay, where, where's your head at? Um, like, why, why are you thinking this? What's making you think this? Like questions like that. That's what he means by right. mental. It's actually making you think like, okay, what's the bigger picture and why is this happening? And I feel like as an athlete, we need to, we need to embrace that besides being scared that mental health is considered weak. It's not considered weak. You know what I mean? I feel like we should embrace that and, you know, start putting action into our plans and reach out and talk to people because there's people that care about you out there and it's you as a human and you as an athlete. And I feel like if we start 
pushing that more and everything, then, you know, the mental health numbers will go down. But right now they're skyrocket. Right. And it's a lot of people probably fear, okay, well, I'll look weak if I go talk to someone. Like, don't right. think that. Go one family, friends, anybody. Um, my Instagram will be open to talk to anyone. Um, and I'm always, I'll always be available for anyone. And that, I mean, that ultimately, like you, again, just hit it like right on the nail. I think what's happening is it's a cultural thing. So we have mental health that is just now being uh, focused on generally. And then you have a whole nother battle with athletes. I think right now it's important that while we have this attention on mental health for the general population, we go ahead and we try to fight it with, you know, the, the athletes as well. And I, I think you just talked a lot about what more than a score is about. It's a chance to give people, you know, that opportunity to speak on experiences or stories or just, you know, what could be on their brain and on their heart. Man, that, that was really good. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. For sure, man. We appreciate you coming by. It's always good talking to you, man. I'll definitely be in touch. Mm-hmm.